the way you present your business podcast on social email and everything has to be different from all other shows out there today we got to break down how you can set up your market plan for a business podcast What's up, podcasters? Welcome back to Pod Central. I'm your host, Coach Chris. A reminder, make sure you join the Pod Central Pulse newsletter down in the description box down below. It's completely free. We got a lot of great things coming for you very, very soon. Right now, we are doing the podcast forensics breakdowns. We talk about what successful podcasts are doing. We also do how I'd monetize this. So we talk about how you can make money from other shows. All of this stuff, man. You'll get some great ideas, some great insights, and some great strategies. And today, we're going to get into marketing. I think marketing is done completely wrong for business podcasts. Every podcast markets pretty much the same way, and it's just not as effective as it should be. I think if you have a business show, it should be pretty easy for you to market your show in a way that also impacts your business. The key is to have a game plan for that. You have to have a game plan and a different approach. And there are really three areas that I like to focus on. You know, it's always do a thing in threes, right? It just works better that way. The first area we got to cover, obviously, is social media. I personally have found my own way in social media. I don't think that followers matter as much when you have a company you're trying to build brand and generate leads and all of that stuff. I think followers are overrated when you have a real business because you could have just a thousand followers, but all those 1000 people be really, really engaged with your brand. The engagement is more important and more valuable than the followers are. I think the followers are something that we like to talk about and like to focus on because it makes us feel good. It makes us look good to other people and we like to brag about it. But follower count has never gotten me a customer, right? That stuff doesn't matter as much. So what you have to do when it comes to social media as a business podcaster is present your show as the solution to problems. What I mean by that is when you create content from your podcast and you share that on Instagram in a reel or on LinkedIn in a post or in a carousel, or if you're doing a post in a Facebook group, you want to make sure that you're always talking about the problem first and present your content as the solution. For example, if I had a podcast like I do Respect the Grind, and I love this show because I get to talk about entrepreneurship at a really, really deep level, all the mindset stuff. I just I personally love that stuff. It'll never leave my life. So I love having a podcast about it. Whenever I create content, it's already addressing a problem that my audience has. Now, when I want to promote this content, I make sure I go where they are, number one, on social media. So I know that the beginner entrepreneur that is focused on developing a better mindset and wants more to lifestyle habits and the tactics that will help them transition out of their, you know, full-time employment to building their own business. You know, the people that are trying to get past that hump of, oh my God, nobody believes in me. My family doesn't support me. Those people are on LinkedIn and Twitter mainly, or let's say Instagram and Twitter. I mean, right. I create content specifically for those platforms. That means short bite content that could go viral, that can be shared pretty easily, like really, really simple stuff. That's the content I'm making on there. That's number one. Number two, I'm always addressing those key factors, those key things that we talk about as entrepreneurs all the time. I address that kind of stuff in my content. Questions like when should you hire a coach or when should you buy a course? Things like when should you hire somebody who should be your first hire? I love talking about that stuff. In fact, I have guests that are on the show that can address those kind of things all the time. Because when I'm making content, 
I'm always visioning my listener persona, my ideal customer. The same person I want buying my book is the same person I want listening to the podcast and following me on Instagram, right? So when I take my short biteable content, I'm thinking about, okay, which problem that my ideal customer is facing does this address? Which one of their pain points does this really speak to? If it doesn't speak to any of their pain, I'm not going to put that content out. I'm not going to share that real. I'm not going to make a carousel about it. I'm not going to do any of that because that means it won't reach who I'm trying to reach. It won't be impactful. So I think we have to be really, really strategic as business podcasters to address problems. We're not here to just do the entertainment stuff. That's part of what we do, but it's not the main thing. Everything starts with you addressing the problems. What's the issue they're facing? What are they struggling with? And then you come in with a solution, right? That's what you want to address. Sometimes my formula for my content, my shorts sometimes is really simple. It's the hook to grab their attention. So a question or data, did you know this? Did you know that? Or X amount of people experienced this thing. That is a simple hook that gets most people's attention. Then I go right into kind of twist the knife on that pain. Like I want them to really understand that I'm talking to them. Right? I want to dig in on that pain point. Then right after that, I provide a solution. Simple. Really, it's, it's that simple. So an example of this that I've done is most entrepreneurs have a morning routine, but they're not necessary for you to be successful right? Like simple. That's a simple hook because people love talking about morning routines and how they're so important. But when I pop up and say that they're not important, I've got your attention. Now you want to hear what I got to say about this. Then I can say morning routines are a waste of time. You could be, you know, being productive or whatever. Morning routines can actually throw you off because if you can't execute that, then you feel off for the rest of the day. And you're easy to beat at that point. You'll probably ruin your entire day because you can't follow your same BS crazy three hour routine. It's unnecessary. Then I go into the strategy of what you could do instead of a morning routine. Simple. That's my process for creating that short, biteable content that is number one, very helpful, obviously, but it addresses their pain and their frustrations. And I'm always thinking about that whenever I make content, what's the pain they're dealing with? What are they struggling with? And then what solutions do I have to that? And giving this away with my content is helpful because the short content on social, I'm always trying to drive them to my long form content. I want to nurture these people. If you see a reel of me on Instagram that you've never followed me before at Chris Podcasting, I want to make sure that when you see me, you think, wow, this is really helpful. Let me check out the full podcast and see what else he was talking about. That's the goal. If I can do that, at that post was successful. Like if you say, oh, I want to see more of this guy, you follow me. I'm successful. Like simple. Like if you do those things, I have one. That's what I want from that. Like you sharing it. That's also a win for me. Right. So. I use social media as a way to get people to number one, stop and notice who I am. See my face. Number one, number two, to either follow me and engage with the brand or go and follow the show. One of those two things. I'm not trying to do the social content to sell. I see a lot of podcasters doing this. They're just going straight for the sale, just straight for the jugular. That doesn't work because they don't know you. They've never seen you. Why would they just immediately buy something from you? That's not going to work like that. That's just, it's insane that you think that would work. Like that's not how this goes. So that's social media. Now the next part of your marketing plan has to be email. You cannot ignore email. Now there are a couple of different ways you can do email. 
I think the easiest way is to just send your content in an email every week. Hey, the new episode is live. This is what we talked about. This is how I could help you, blah, blah, blah. Simple. I think that is the best strategy for most people because if you're not the writer and you're not somebody that's always trying to put out a lot of content like that, then you can kind of get stuck in the weeds trying to do too much. It's better if you just, you know, send it in your regular newsletter content. And if you don't have a newsletter, you can still just start sending emails to people that sign up. First of all, you better have email list set up. You got to have that. But if your company is already sending a weekly newsletter, just add the podcast to it. I'm not mad at that. I don't think that that's bad. Just let people know, hey, this is the episode title. Here's what we talked about. But one thing I will say is when you send them to your podcast, you want to make sure you send what I call a universal link. Send them to where your players hosted. Like I'm on Transistor FM, love Transistor, shout out to them. When I send people there, they can actually click a link from there and it'll take them directly to the episode on whatever platform they listen on. I hate when people send me links to certain platforms because I don't listen where you listen to your podcast. Send the universal link. I even have it like on my website. When I send the link to pe for people to listen to the podcast, I will send the link to the blog post for it. I do that because the embedded player is from Transistor. So when you see that, you say, I'll oh, listen on Spotify. Boom, click that button, go and listen on Spotify. Really simple stuff, but these small little tactics are the difference between somebody following you and following the show and engaging with your brand, and you just never hearing from them again. That, that right there is a simple difference. So you want to always think about that kind of stuff. Now, if you want to go a more advanced route, you can have emails set up that's just for the podcast where you like break everything down and you have the bullet points and all of that stuff. Again, it, it depends on what you're into and how you want to promote, but email has to be a part of it. You cannot ignore that. The last part of this is what I kind of call the community strategy. If you have a show you want to have some way that your listeners can engage with you consistently. And this could be literally in the comments on the Instagram post for the episode. It could be inside of your own community. It could be on a thread on Twitter, right? It could be in spaces on Twitter. It could be in a Facebook group. I think it's good to have a simple process that you use to start a conversation. It's something I'm working on myself even. Right. One of my goals is to have a conversation on Instagram under all of my posts for my episodes. Right. So when I post an episode about, for example, this episode right here, my goals, when I post an episode about marketing for people to comment on this post and say, oh, man, I checked out this episode. I love it. I plan on marketing in this way or I've been marketing this way. I want that kind of feedback and engagement right now. I had these kind of conversations, mostly one on one in DMS and stuff like that. But I want to be more public. I like having conversations public. Some people inside of the community will comment and post on stuff. And that's really valuable. But I want it to be much more public because it could be uh, really engaging that way. And I think that's what it should be. It's engaging where everybody feels a part of the conversation. That's going to be more valuable and I think more impactful for your brand, for your podcast, for your company, because everybody's going to want to engage with you. Everybody's going to be a part of the conversation. Don't ignore this community aspect. The longer you do, the harder it is to build it. I think you should build it the sooner you, you can, the better. Like, don't wait. Don't put it off. Just get to it. Get started now. So there is your marketing plan. Number one, set up your social media strategy. Like, 
figure out what platforms are going to be on how often you post what content you're going to post from each episode for me i do at least two posts per episode most of the times three or if i have reels and then some visual content i love to post that stuff it really really is engaging and helps me connect with my audience a lot um, another part of that email i'm always emailing my content out i love sending emails to my list just to let them know what content is live what we talked about all of that good stuff and in community have conversations because that's how you get more and more people to be a part of your brand and a part of the company that you're building so if you need help setting this up this is part of what we're doing for the pod central launch make sure you check out the free link in the description below where you can get your podcast business plan again completely free um, if you have any questions hit me up on twitter at chris podcasting also join the pod central post newsletter that's linked down below i'm chris and i will see you next time